Warning. This show may contain spoilers. Please check the show notes before listening. Thank you. Ready? Yep. Hi, I'm John. I'm not an expert. Oh, technology. Like that. As it touched the back of my throat, I went... Ah. <laughs> Oi! No! Hi, I'm Rob. I know other people don't like it, but I, I love it. My God. The guy's mm. a genius. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just yeah. incredible that this stuff happens on the screen now. That just makes me... I'm just so full of joy. And you're listening to... Ooh, electric shock. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where two old mates catch up after a 20-year gap. I'm still 18. Yeah, I I exactly the same. (laughs) Is that that different? That's why we're here talking about comics and stuff. (laughs) It's nice to catch up every week, isn't it? Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Rob. And you're listening to... Ooh, Electric Shark. Hey. Hey. Episode 18. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it this week. I believe it's 18. (laughs) (laughs) Still said it. We passed the 800 download barrier as well. We are champions. Hey, thousand on the horizon, mate. Oh, that's the big one. That's the big one. Flipping heck. (sighs) Thank goodness the Grant Morrison sigil. I feel it's guiding us towards a massive sponsorship opportunity. It's got to be, isn't it? A thousand it downloads. Yeah. It's got to be worth something to somebody, isn't it? I would think so. Surely. It's like the local garden centre or something. Yeah, exactly. With our audience, most definitely. It'd be like one of those old cinema adverts, wouldn't it? Yeah. The I'll Star be- of India Curry House, just 300 <laughs> yards from this cinema. Do you remember you used to get those little yeah. local adverts yeah. on? Turn left when you leave the front door. <laughs> yeah. so, wow, it really is local. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be so cool. Yeah. Actually, we have got an Indian around the corner from us. I'll have a word oh. with the Riverside spies, see what they can okay. do. Okay, yeah, us. yeah, that'd be a good oh, start. Yeah, that'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah, welcome, welcome to episode 18. Yeah. What do we talk about, Rob? Uh, we mostly talk about Loki, episode two. Episode two. Uh, we briefly sp- spoke about Sweet Tooth as I'm catching up a bit. Yeah. Um, and what else did we talk about? Loads of just random stuff, really, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We did our own timeline variants, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. We definitely drifted off into a variant area. Talked a little uh, bit about, um, you know, the ongoing restrictions here with uh, yeah. the COVID 19 situation. Yeah. We Any impact of those? Yeah, spoke about football. About football. Spoke um, uh, spoke about uh, Adventure Time. Yep, and um, the new uh, Ben Wheatley movie that's coming out that you're going to oh, try yeah, and get in to. The Earth. Yep. In the Earth. And briefly about St. Maud. And yep. you spoke about Three three Bean Salad as a podcast, which sounds yep. cool and yep. funny. Pod recommendation, yeah. Um, um, oh, and I played a board game last night so stick around for the end credits for a fairly lengthy playthrough and review of that yeah 
we'll be testing you all next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Excellent. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it, mate. Yeah. It's a short, short and one. sweet. Short and sweet this week. Summer long, summer short. It's yeah. just like any Marvel TV series. Exactly. Mix it up. Yeah, time moves differently here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right enjoy the show everybody and yeah, don't forget fun. to get in touch oh we got a lovely voicemail as well from a friend of the show so that's uh something for you to listen out for that's a feature yeah definitely um okay so yep. enjoy the show contact us at ooelectricshot at mail.com yeah enjoy the show bye Hey, mate. <laughs> just a call from someone. I thought, oh, I was trying to get him off the phone. Sometimes people just love to have a chat, don't they? Bless them. They're good. They do, good. It's, yeah. it's not a bad thing. Uh, <laughs> it's just, uh, just got one of these, uh, I, got this, I suppose we can't really speak about it, but I've got a claim on the go that's uh, really, really kind of, it's not really a claim. It's an incident, it's more of a near miss, but it's sort of a, right. a fractionally humorous near miss, as, as near misses are allowed to be. Um, and, uh, and it, yeah, involving security and a breach of security. And uh, okay. so, so uh, the guy, insurance, uh, the claim handler, is like, wow, you know, how did this happen? I'm like, yeah, I know. Because actually a lot of claims are quite good stories, really. Um, and... Uh, and so it's it's actually easier to chat these ones through than just sort of say yeah fine just registered the claim kind of thing. So um, anyway, how are you, mate? This is an early one, yeah. isn't it, for us this week? It is, yeah, yeah, it's an early one. Um, yeah, I'm I'm okay. It's been an up and down kind of week. Right. Um, we uh, obviously last time we spoke, I'd just done that gig on mm. on the Saturday night, which was which was super fun. And then um, the big announcement on Monday about, you know, that we had everything crossed for about, um, you know, are we going to be able to still do our gigs and whatnot mm. with the weddings? Yeah. So the announcement was, yes, weddings are going to go ahead with unlimited numbers. So we were like, yay, yay, awesome. But then on closer inspection, it turns out that dancing is not allowed. <sighs> so queue loads and loads of weddings being cancelled or postponed yeah. from our perspective mm. because it's like well we can't dance we don't need the band no so we had i think seven or eight gigs between now and the new deadline of the 19th of july and yeah. all but two of them are gone mm. so went it's from sort of being really relieved to being you know really gutted about it really but I mean, it's got to be done. You know, it's just the way it is. I understand that. But yeah. It's just having, I think it's worse having had that little taste of it on Saturday night and just thinking, yep, back to work. Yes. This is great. Here we go. We're back in the groove. And uh, yeah, and then another rug pull. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I really hope that this, that the sort of government's logic of the vaccinations counter the spread of the virus to the degree that you know hospitalization is minimized and mm. and everything like that you know let's let's keep everything cross but it struck me just looking at the multiplier you know the the, the rate of infection spiraling upwards that actually what we should be doing is stepping back to a more restricted environment rather than just leaving it because the environment we're in 
is allowing it to spread as it mm. stands. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, hey, you know, let's hope they're right. Um, but oh, it's just it's just it is a bit of a disaster, isn't it? Because mm. we're so hopeful, aren't we, that things are going to get back to normal quickly? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I I still find the folk who are not having their jab. I don't. I mm. genuinely don't understand. I, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sympathetic to every perspective. You know, mm. hey, if you if you you know feel it's wrong for you, mm. uh, fine. But in that case, you better really lock yourself away. Yeah. Because. But they don't tend to, though, do they? No. They tend to just go. They're all about leaving life just normally and mm. ignoring all the restrictions. You know, not wearing masks and all that as well. It's usually all connected in. Yeah. I'd I'd like to understand better the normal rate of flu infection as in pre-COVID times now, because mm. I am slightly concerned that we might be over-egging, you know, the the norm. We're forgetting the norm because mm. someone said to me, I don't know if it's true or not, but no one died of flu last year. Right. It's like, well, that can't be possible, can it? Well, I think because of everybody wearing masks and stuff like that things yeah. like co Normal colds flu. and flus have all, yeah. have all reduced a lot from mm. what I understand yeah but but around here the primary school up the road apparently is shut um, right. my mate Mark who works in Colchester one of his kids has uh, got a positive diagnosis so their school trip has been postponed for another week which again right. you think well going on a school trip frankly with I mean, I, I don't know I, I, mm. the logic Hey, oh well. Yeah, it's a bit all over the place. Mm. The only good thing has been the sun's been shining, although we're now yeah. getting all the thunderstorms and stuff, aren't we? But oh, have they reached you now? We had a real big downpour earlier, and and yeah. and last night, almost to the kind of minute when Apple, <laughs> or, or the forecast said it was going to rain, it just started. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, we had really loads of thunder and lightning last night, torrential right. rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I quite like that. Yeah, I like a thunderstorm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, strange days. Yeah. Strange days. Yeah. So yeah, that was that's been a bit. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, but. Um, do you do you like take deposits and stuff for your gigs? Do you kind of? Yeah. You do. Yeah. So we do. But yeah. I suppose that's not really the. It's not exactly payday, is it? A deposit. It's far from it. Well, it isn't, and there's certain. Um, there's, you know, you can't have it back within, I think, a month of the date. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's a standard contractual mm. thing. Yeah. But um, a lot of them, obviously, were cancelling way before that mm. particular time limit, so I wanted their deposits back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's been no, there's been no payday. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's a, it's a shame, but it, it's got to be done, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, and hopefully more of them are p uh, being postponed rather than outright cancelled. So yeah. we'll get there eventually. Do you know mm. what I mean? It, yeah. If they're bumped till later in the year when it's not so busy, it'll pan out over the year. You mm. know, it'll still earn the same amount of money. So yeah, of course it It's more the frustration it. of of just wanting to be back mm. and wanting to get back into it, and um, yeah. yeah, just having to wait a bit longer, really. But it's okay. That's what it is. It is what it is. But, yeah. Um, mm. But anyway, lucky yeah. we've got Loki to cheer us up. <laughs> yeah. I was, after I 
so when we spoke last week, I hadn't quite finished re-watching episode one, so I finished that this morning and then watched the second episode this morning because I thought because I, I was basically seemed to run out of time last night. Um, right. And uh, it did strike me that it's such a shame Doctor Who can't be as good as this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If if you've got the opportunity to do a time travel adventure, mm. you could just do it like this. Yeah. You know? I don't know. The, in a way that I think possibly because Doctor Who's gone on so long, they've they've maybe lost a structure to work within, it seems. Mm. You know, it's sort yeah. of kind of just like, you know, chaos, isn't it? It's just become this... You know, if you tried to track Doctor Who, I'm sure it would be absolutely a gazillion gaps in the kind of sense of it, mind yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, it's not yeah. a true story, is it? But um, <laughs> <laughs> but whereas you look at the TVA construct, yeah, and it just strikes me as just a really... It's smart, isn't it, to have a fixed control of time. Mm. And then all you can do is... And then you can muck around with it. It, it yeah. gives the story the tension that it needs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, and 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 obviously my ongoing shirt and tie issue um, was semi-addressed with a tightening of someone's tie. Yeah. I was, I was sort of almost leaning in. Uh, I knew it. Yeah. I knew their real ties <laughs> on a weird on a shirt that doesn't work. <laughs> Tie watch. <laughs> oh yeah. Forget <laughs> forget whatever the uh, BBC thing is. What's that? What's the that's a, a spring watch? Spring watch and whatever yeah, the yeah. watch. Yeah, tie yeah. watch. That's what we're on here. Yeah, yeah. A new show where I just spend my time looking at other people's ties, walking down a <laughs> street somewhere probably in the city. Although there, I don't think there's anyone there, and I'm not sure they wear ties anymore. Um, <laughs> In fact, I'm going to London in a couple of weeks. I've got an appointment with a with a broker, and okay. um, I haven't worn a suit for eighteen months. In fact, yeah. I don't even. Look, I have to. Oh, it's going to be dusty, isn't it? It's going to be dusty in my wardrobe. I'm going to have to. Yeah, get it freshened up. <sighs> yeah, seems that way. Yeah, mm. Joe's off to London tomorrow. First oh, is time she? going into the office in all this time. Yeah, it's funny. I interviewed someone yesterday, and. Uh, after the interview, Dave and I were sitting chatting about this fella, and um, you know, it, it, people have those who actually love working from home. You know, it's great because you genuinely don't need to be in the office. Certainly mm. not all the time. It's nice to come in for a meeting, actually. Um, oh no, someone's at the door. Did you hear that? Yeah. Do you hear all the bird song last week? I had the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. It's really that's a real yeah, feature, it's wasn't quite it? Nice. Yeah. Right. Lovely. Oh, oh, one sec. All right. Okay, Rob's. We can hear the birds again. Can you hear them? Can you hear the birdies? Talking of bird song, I actually, well, I, I got an app called Bird Nerd because I'm going out early in the mornings. Um, I'm hearing lots of bird song. So with this app, Bird Nerd, sponsor us, Bird Nerd. You can um, tap to listen, and it will tell you what birds or birds you're listening to. Uh, I wouldn't mind. Oh, it's back. Yeah, I'm back. It <laughs> it's, uh, 
Jack and Poppy are fast asleep upstairs, obviously, because yeah. they're teenagers, so can't possibly up, be up by quarter past ten in the morning. Right. Um, <laughs> and uh, Kate's ongoing mission to spend all of the millionaire money um, is clearly uh, continuing, despite my <laughs> encouragement that perhaps now's the time to stop buying things. That <laughs> just just stop buying things, really. Uh, anyway, um, where were we? Um, well, I was while you were out. We we oh. just mentioned the bird song, and I was oh. just telling telling our lovely listeners about um, an app I've got on my phone. Oh right, called Bird Nerd. Right, because I'm going out early in the mornings and I'm hearing yeah. lots of bird song. Yeah, what you can do is you can click on it and it will listen, and it, and then it will tell you what birds you're listening to. Oh man, yeah, that is cool. So that was quite interesting. I heard it. I what have I heard so far? Uh, a, a wren, a Eurasian wren. Wow. And a, a chiff chaff. And that a made sense because that's kind of the sound it makes. Mm, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I, w- I have my own bird nerd. When I run with Mike, suddenly oh, yeah. we'll just stop and he's yeah. like, that's that, this is that, that's a, that's a chiff chaff or whatever. He yeah, will yeah. Throw okay, in. He'll, he'll know it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think it's really nice, isn't it? Yeah, I thought, oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's quite cool. That is cool. I think you use it, like, up to about eight or ten times a day, and then you have to pay for the sort of full version. But I think that's only about seven quid or something. Oh, okay. But, um, that's good. Yeah, I thought it'd be a fun little thing to do while I'm out and about. Yeah. I was I was in the garden the other day with Poppy. And we said, I don't know whether, we, I think we stopped it, and we are just chatting, and then there's these... Um, pigeons or I don't know the difference between a pigeon and a dove but they were really like cooing cooing I mean I'm assuming up to no good frankly um, hmm. and I just I, just, I, I said to Poppy listen to that <laughs> noise pigeons. and she, she said uh, God the real racket and I, and I just I just shouted stop and they stopped oh <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I might have a gift I don't know so you're lord of the pigeons could be. I mean, is that a skill worth having? I'm not sure. I don't know. It could be. You never know. You might want to explore it, see if it works with any other um, species of birds. It could well do. Or even any other animals. Maybe you're like some sort of Dr. Doolittle mutant or something that's kicking in. You know what? That's weird you should say that because sometimes when I go out running through various fields and stuff, I will occasionally come across a herd of cows. And I, okay. I find them unsettling. No, I mean, mm. I don't mind cows at a distance, but when you've got to sort of circumnavigate a herd, particularly ones with long horns and stuff, it does make me a little mm. anxious because you do hear these stories of people mm. getting stampeded and stuff, don't you? Or they, they get nervous. So what, I've, what I do is yeah. I, I, I'm they, basically... They get their milkshakes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Brings all the boys <laughs> to the yards. And um, <laughs> it, what I do now is I put my hand out in a sort of Jedi mind trick way, and okay. I go, stay. Right. And I hold my hand out, and I don't run, I just walk past them, and they're looking mm. at me, and I've got my hand out, I'm going, stay, like this. Right. I keep mm. going until yep. I'm past, and I'm comfortable enough, and then I carry on running. Then you release them from your I release your, them from my spell. Yeah. yeah. See? Ah. And, and it seems to work. I mean, okay. I, don't, I don't know. Ah. It may be a gift. I think it might be, yeah. 
Just watch out for those electric fences when you're out in the country, mate. <laughs> yeah, I did have one of them on Sunday after the football. Actually, I was I, <laughs> another I, one. I, well, I uh, we walked through the countryside back from the pub to our house, and it was about four miles, and it was really hot. I, I, I'm not sure that was a good idea. I think I was. I mean, obviously, I had a few beers as well, so I think I was massively dehydrated when I got home. And um, <laughs> but we got to a point where I had to unhook the electric fence. Okay. And it was sparking as I Ooh. as it was touching other things. So oh I let everyone through. And I thought this is an opportunity for a live action ooh electric shock moment. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not gonna do it for the kids. You know, they can listen to the podcast, you know. Um brilliant. So yeah, Loki. Yeah. Yes. Episode two. Wow. Yeah. Now, now uh, Yes, I've had some listener input. Oh, have on, you on this? Okay. Uh, um, Stu's been in touch as. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and my godson William, Stu's mm. son, he mm. says William wanted me to tell you that he's watched the second episode of Loki. He puts question marks. So clearly, Stu's not watching it. Um, where the guy goes back in time to Pompeii and speaks Latin, mm. and that the Latin is all wrong and full of errors. Oh. <laughs> okay. So he, as in Will, reckons yeah. they just Google translated it. Poor show. Hope this means something to you. This Jews message. Oh, okay. So, um, or maybe Loki's just not very good at Latin. Could be that. I mean, or maybe the uh, Asgardian mind translates mm. using, using Google just to make an excuse for them. Uh, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so I think it's uh, it's nice to get some input on that because it is, yeah. I, I have to say I was really at the t I, I, that message came through before I saw the episode and I you know when you can ah. tell it's a spoiler I'm like right. I'm not I'm not reading that I'm not put reading that to one side that. yeah I'll come back to that after the show mm. and um, so when he did his classic thing of standing on something to speak to the audience as Loki only Loki could do. Um, yeah. And started speaking Latin. I thought, this is awesome. You know, yeah. it's nice to hear. Yeah. I mean, a language that is dead uh, yeah. with someone speaking it. So, um, yeah. But it did it did strike me that it was quite textbook because I could, you could, I mean, we did Latin for what? Oh, well, did, you did longer. Than, did you do it longer no, than me? No, you no, did the two I, years, no, the obligatory. We did the first two years, yeah, yeah, didn't we? It's cool. Yeah. So a few words it's, in there. Yeah, I got talked out of it. I think I've mentioned this before. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't help me get a job at the docks. Ended up doing German in it, and that was a disaster. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've always found that. I mean, what what always fascinated me about Latin—not that I was ever any good at it—but was just all the connectivities to all the other European languages. Right. Yeah. Oh, we've had this conversation, haven't we, about um, Icelandic? But yeah, yeah. I liked it mainly because of the Roman history mm. and the fact it was a bit like learning a language from like Lord of the Rings or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I was quite into yeah. sort of fantasy stuff back then and it was like yeah. learning some sort of old elven mm. language or something. Absolutely. I kind of got my head into that side of it so it made it a lot more interesting. Mm. Yeah, like Klingon. Yeah, yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just sort of learning a, almost like a fantasy language. Because yeah. we're so far removed from it now, Yeah. you know, from that world, it mm. might as well be a story book. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I did I tell you I used to I used to be a school governor with this chap who um was a proper scientist as in you know had a university job and uh did experiments on stuff 
Oh, right, like uh, a research. Yeah, research a proper scientist. research uh, scientist. And he was brilliant because he'd always bring statistics along to meetings and you'd be like, wow, you really have thought about this. Okay. And, um, but I'd always make kind of uh, various sci-fi references, like, you know, because he mentioned something about work and I said, oh, I'll bet you said that in Klingon. And, and, he, oh. and he, he looked at me and yeah. he'd be like, what do you mean? I said, well, you're a, you're a science nerd. You must speak Klingon. He's like, I've never, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just like Star Trek, man. And uh, and then another time, he walked in with a long scarf on. I'm like, Doctor Who. And um, he's like, what? I'm like, and it's like, it was it was like, he was a scientist, but he'd never watched a single sci-fi show. Right, okay. Yeah. And I found this hilarious. And quite a few of the other governors did as well. It was just his absolute, complete innocence and... Unwe- right, right. You know, no no awareness of any sci-fi at all that made it. Wow, for me, just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's how nerd, how much of a science nerd it is. It's pure science. It's pure science. Not yeah. no science adjacent things whatsoever. Just science. I always <laughs> thought. I mean, I always and this shows what an idiot I am. But I always thought that if you were a scientist, it's quite cool to know your sci-fi because weirdly there's so many ideas in that sort of futuristic gazing it can mm. really feed modern thinking is that a yeah. kind of i yeah. think that's well there's value in that isn't it and and star trek famously has inspired lots of people to become scientists you know and and science fiction generally yeah so you yeah know, that's, that's but, that's but usually not the, the way it goes but it doesn't mm. seem to work the other way around <laughs> maybe if you're already a scientist you're just you like that's just, just stupid yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not on. real. That's preposterous. Yes, <laughs> space really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Suspend my disbelief. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, but you do get that, don't you? Mm. Um, you know, people are poo-pooing sci-fi because it's not realistic enough. Yeah. It's like, well, it's made up. It's a story. Just go with it. Like the whole, I remember people, you, you know, you often hear people criticising Star Wars hmm. because of all the sounds in space. And there isn't any sound in space. Yeah. Well, but I've got hey. a workaround for that, a scientific explanation. Oh, right. This is good. Right? Yeah. Because this is an old one, isn't it? Oh, there's no oh. sound in space. You wouldn't yeah. hear those explosions. You wouldn't hear those laser beams yeah. or whatever. Explosions, fire, everything Photon, like that. torpedoes, all yeah. the rest of it, right? Mm. Uh, ships, you know, the sound of a TIE fighter roaring past and all that. Mm. I mean, God, how dull would those films be if it was just <laughs> quiet? Um, but anyway, I I figured out a few years ago, and this is patented to me. I need right. to, I'm yeah. putting this down as a record. Yep, trademark. Right? Yep. Imagine you're flying your X-Wing mm. in space. Mm-hmm. And you're in a dogfight with a load of TIE fighters. Yep. Right? Because we're, we have senses. We've got sight, smell, all the rest of it, right? Mm-hmm. Hearing is really important for us as mm. far as being aware of where things are around us. Yes. Okay? So like when you cross the road, you know, stop, look, and listen. You listen to mm. hear if there's a car coming, right? Yeah. And you can tell that it's over there. And mm. it's coming this way, it's getting closer to you, and then it's going that way, or or mm. there's something behind you, or, you know, yeah. space, it really helps with your spatial awareness, your hearing, right? Mm. So, 
with all the technology that you've got at your disposal if you're already in a spaceship right mm. <laughs> yeah okay. yeah you've got lots of cool features on a spaceship mm. right just so that it can be a spaceship yeah right yeah, yeah. technology so you've got your helmet on and everything you could have quite easily have like a headphone type thing in there yeah okay because you've got to speak on your radio and everything communicate mm. with people so you have the facility to have sound piped into your ears yeah w i think it's it would be quite likely to that your ship's sensors would be able to detect the proximity of things around you yes how fast they're traveling mm. um you know scan it to see what what it is whether mm. it's a tie fighter or whether it's a another type of ship mm. do you know what i mean or whatever yeah or whether it's Klingon or Romulan or whatever mm. whatever you like yeah okay to help you as a as a pilot and as a, a and in combat the ship centers would translate that information into audio information yeah enabling you like you would if you were out in a forest trying to hunt or trying to escape from something you would use your ears to know where things yeah, are yeah just like we living beings do hmm it would enable you to use your hearing to assess where that TIE fighter is so that you can steer towards it and shoot it. I think you so it's translating it, the sensors, like the radar and yeah. stuff like that, into, yeah. into some of it into audio information. Relative noise distance yeah, and yeah. everything like to that. To enable you yeah. to then be able to know mm. what's going on. Yeah. It'd be quite disorientating if it was all silent and you didn't know where things were. Yeah. You'd be losing a, a, quite a mm. useful spatial awareness yeah. tool, if you like. Yeah. No, so my explanation for sound in in space in sci-fi movies is that the ship sensors are translating it into audio for the pilot's benefit yeah and we're hearing that yeah makes sense love it sci-fi proper science explanation yeah also for why there's sound in sci-fi movies in space there yeah you go. thank you very much i love the idea of them uh associating a certain sound with a certain like a Romulan or a, mm. you know, any any kind of other yeah. races ship. Yeah, exactly. Help you identify. Yeah, I just I've got in my head. I've got this sort of Irish ship floating past playing river dance. You know what I mean? <laughs> or we're sailing into some uh, <laughs> sticky waters there. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> just uh, or, or someone. I suppose who... you could adapt it, couldn't you? You could have yeah. your own custom settings for what yeah. you want things to sound like. Yeah, that's right. You know, you might want a Tie Fighter to sound like a clown car, <laughs> just to sort of make it less scary. That's right. Yeah, ice cream van. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can shoot that. Yeah, that, I've got that. that doesn't frighten me. Yeah, I'm not you know, afraid a, anymore. A Borg cube suddenly pops out of hyperspace. Yeah. With a <laughs> noise, <laughs> suddenly it's less scary, isn't it? It is, yeah. You're definitely much less nervous about getting assimilated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, that's, that's solved the whole thing, actually. Yeah. I think also because it was, you know, uh, what's the Battlestar Galactica in the yeah. in the new stuff? They took they tried to deal with that, didn't they? They tried to make it more soundless in space. They did, yeah. But the but but you saw that from the outside of the ships. Yes, it's yeah. like you were floating in space watching their battles. Yeah. So I can get behind that. That's mm. like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that works. Because I'm just I'm just floating in space watching this from the outside. Mm. But if you're inside the ship, if you're in the cockpit, yeah, then you're gonna need to hear. Yeah. 
Exactly. I reckon. I think so. Ah, cool. Well, we'll mm. solve that then. Yeah, I reckon so. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think of this week's uh, Loki? Loki? Yeah. We're a bit like the TVA, aren't we? Well, we're actually, we're, we're quite... The TVA wouldn't like our podcast, would it? Because we don't stick to the timeline. No, that's true. We, yeah. keep, we keep going off. We're definitely variants, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I want one of them jackets, don't oh, you? Yeah, that'd be so cool. They've got to bring them I out. Bet, I bet you could get them. It must yeah. be available. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, oh, oh, it's great. I mean, did you see all the... Very, a very positive response to the first episode. Uh, across the social medias and yeah, everything, I mean, and podcasts, yeah, everyone just absolutely yeah, loved it. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, I, I just, I think it's fantastic. It just, it just feels so good. Yeah. The, this, this second one. So, okay, let's just sort of run through the key points, shall we? So, there's the whole thing of like Loki is now like a a time cop <laughs> yeah. in this sort of buddy cop kind of situation yeah. with. Uh, Morbius, yeah. Um, I liked all. I, I lo- I'm loving their dynamic. Yeah, yeah. It's just and the way man. they're sort of trying to, you know, outpsych each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's all really good. That's a lot yeah. of fun. That bit in the tent where Loki's spinning a little yarn of his own. Yeah, and Morbius he just turns to him and goes, "It's a lie." Yeah, come you're on. Lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, that that little chess game that they're playing mm. with each other is really—that's uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm 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 sure the judge and Morbius have got some history there. Yeah, I think so. And yeah, it keeps yeah. getting hinted at. Yeah. I think yeah, uh, I think there's something going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Um, also, I'm starting to ponder if the three lizards really exist. Um, yeah. I mean, I am. You know, is that? Is there really people trying to work out the epilogue of the story, as it were? Yeah. It'd be um, interesting to find out. Yeah. What what the real deal is there. Mm. That chat that they were having, actually, about yeah. that when uh, Morbius was explaining about yeah. all that. Yeah. And their, their, kind of, their kind of myth. Yeah. And Loki's like, well, that's a load of rubbish. And then he turns around and goes, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what about your what about yeah. your situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a really, really good. And actually, I thought they got quite deeply philosophical around the free will, yeah, issue, because yeah. oddly, it's almost as if in the TVA they have more free will than the rest of us. But again, and again, it comes back to that thing, doesn't it, of having this constant is 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 brilliant for the story yeah because it just allows you to mess it all up Mm. um but also it kind of it i don't know about you but i'm kind of i don't know why would why would when when uh morbius says about oh you know it's no more fantasy than your world and then you you think but actually weirdly i'm kind of with the t am i with the tva i suppose i am do you know what I mean? We're we're because mm. we know Loki's the villain, albeit re- redeemable or not, we shall see. Mm. So we're with Owen Wilson, aren't we? We're kind of like, yeah, no, you're you're the you're the good guy. Yeah. But actually, yeah. what we don't know is the foundation of the TVA and these three lizard folk. Yeah. Um, you know what what is there? Do, yeah. do do we think that actually what might be going on here is the creation of the TVA? Mm. 
because you know the other Marvel story arcs are about coming from point A to point B and being better in point B. Mm. You know, is this the reset button for the TVA, or is this actually because we're you know we can control time, we can go anywhere? Yeah. The, I mean, obviously the the other quirk of this is we know there's a film coming out called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Exactly. So. And and also, I thought they were very dismissive of the Avengers time traveling Endgame by just saying, "Oh no, that's f- that that's all right. That was meant to happen." Yeah. And that was it. Oh, yeah. okay. So what did they just sort it all out afterwards? Which they can't yeah. have done because Cap's in the past, mm. and you know we know he lived to an old age because then he was back in the present. Yeah. Hey. Very confusing. And he did say that if they did get it all squared away, there'd be no need for me anymore and it'd all go. Yeah, exactly. So if that does happen by the end somehow, the TVA just won't be there anymore. Yeah. So actually they need the variants to even exist in the first place. Yeah, because if there weren't any, they wouldn't be needed. Mm. I just think the three lizard things might end up being something that Loki invents at the end to create the TVA. Right. that now exists in a kind of outside of time bubble right another yeah. one of my little theories there yeah yeah never yeah, know I like it mate I like it <laughs> yeah but yeah it's a fascinating show it's, it uh, is it's uh, another little it's uh, it's another little mystery to unravel isn't it yeah more along the lines of uh, WandaVision yes yeah and it's got that quirkiness of its own as well that it's uh it's definitely got a, a a unique look and feel about yeah. it. Yeah, I like the music again. I think the kind of mm. theme tuney stuff is great. Yeah, I like the 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 credit sequence of Loki with the different formation of letters. Yeah, it's kind of oddly X file e, yeah. isn't it? With yeah. a with a kind of underlying orchestral kind of power. Yeah, I think it's yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we, so, what yeah. about what about Lady Loki? Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. You know what? I'd I'd had the Doctor Who thought earlier in the episode, right? And then when she turned up, I thought, oh god, oh wow, and she's blonde. This is yeah. this is it's like a lot like her. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, though that's that's super cool. But again, how can there be? A timeline where how can it if the TVA is working to a static line, mm. allegedly, how can there even be a blonde female Loki? There must be parallel lines, mustn't there? There must be well, parallel multi multiversal lines that are all being maintained oh, by wow. the TVA. Maybe, and, and so they. I could mean, be, Loki can change form, can't he? He, he can. Has done in the comics, we've yeah. had like Kid Loki and, yeah. and Lady Loki before in the comics. Mm. So yeah, um, um, I always thought that Kid Loki was part of a kind of idea that Loki had died, but he was because he's a god, he gets reborn. Yeah, it's and to he, do with Ragnarok and he, stuff as yeah. well. Everything gets reset every time, mm, doesn't it? Absolutely. And there were mentions of that again in this episode. Yeah. So maybe there's some yeah. sort of future Ragnarok and then this is the new kind of Loki incarnation. Yeah, yeah. After that one, I don't know. I don't Who know. knows? They but can do so many different things with it, can't they, with this particular yeah. 
aspect of the Marvel Universe. Because they had that bit where where they had the sort of holographic images of the different looking Lokis. Yeah. One's like super muscular, like a hulking yeah, yeah, one, like one a, and all that. Yeah, and, yeah. And you thought, okay, wow, okay, that's. Um, yeah, they dealt with lots of them before. Mm. So yeah, that would Im- that would imply, like you say, sort of a, a multiverse thing. Yeah. So you got these different in each multi each multiverse. There's a different Loki. So maybe that's it. Maybe she's come across from one of the other. Yeah, parallel. Parallel ones, like yeah. you say. And and maybe maybe this this story is actually about the the TVA represents order mm. and conformity. Yeah. And ultimately, we all know order and conformity ultimately is a bit dull, isn't it? You can't have too much of it. That's no, sure. no. You've got to have a yin, a yin and yang kind of thing, yeah. haven't you? With chaos, it's yeah. got to be. Exactly, and 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 you got a bit of both. Loki's definitely that agent of chaos, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I think, but but to, in order to have chaos, you need order beforehand, which takes me back to my theory that perhaps ultimately, what he wants to create is order. Well, he sort of tries to impose order. It's some wonderful psychology in all this, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it does. It does get quite yeah deep, while still being an awful lot of fun. Mm. Yeah, and and I think that profiling of of a Loki is is really serious stuff, and the mm. the philosophy around choice is really serious stuff, and yeah, mm. it's all wrapped up in this magnificent bundle of of Marvel, the Marvel universe. Yeah, it's just fab. It is. It's really good. <laughs> so yeah, we've got four more episodes. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get time to watch the end credit sequence, but I, um, the girl who's kidnapped at the beginning, mm. um, she is an actress who is in a film called, I think it's called American, um, it's, it's quite a good indie movie that I've been meaning to watch okay. for a while. And she's, um, I've seen her in a couple of things. I think she's kind of like a rising star. Um, right. And uh, if I just type in American into my um, IMDb, I'm sure it's called... Oh, America, uh, American... No. Oh, I can't remember. It'll come to me. But she, she is an up-and-coming actress. And I, when I saw her there, I thought, oh, she's, she must have a bigger role to play because she's kind of an established, you know, minor star. So okay. no doubt going to other, onto other bigger and better things. So, okay. Well, maybe that's a job for future Rob. Mm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a voicemail. Woo! Mail. We have. So let's have a listen. So you wanted a voicemail from John O'Neill. Well, this is John O'Neill from Boston, and I'm here, and I got a question. And I want to know what's going on, because I noticed, this is my question, I noticed that the, in the podcast there's a future John, but not a future Rob. And I want to know what's going on. What did you do to Rob? What did you do? Did you, I don't know, you lock him outside and let the zombies eat his brains, and you hid? 
Or did you put some magic curry into his food and now you turn into a hippo and he lives at the London Zoo or something? I, I, I'm really angry. I want to know what's going on. You know, I think I'm going to travel to the future too. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to fly over there. You know, because I'm not listening to your podcast of Ooh, Electric Shock. It's going to be Ooh, the Horror from John. And he's going to be talking to the voices in his head. I'm not listening to that. I'm going to come over there and get the revenge for Rob. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to fly over there and I'm going to steal, uh, I'm going to steal all your cufflinks. You hear me? I'm coming. It's <laughs> 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 oh, so uh, good to hear his voice, isn't it? That, that, I mean, he, he told us about that Boston accent of his. I think it's just superb. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I think that might be like the strongest one I've heard. Yeah, me too. So well done on that, John. It's the that's a, that's it's, a fine accent. It's the Boston, isn't it? It's the, it's yeah, the extended. Yeah, yeah. We say Boston, yeah. and it's yeah. like bass. It's a real drag yeah. it out. It's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great, isn't it? Also, I mean, you know, maybe, maybe I, this is, you know, maybe as part of the multiversal, you know, thing that's going on here, any of those outcomes could happen, um, and maybe, you know. Maybe you know, my my dad always said to me, "Look, Rob, if you want lots of people at your funeral, you need to die young." That's <laughs> okay. like that's a really weird way of thinking about life. And he goes, "Well, yeah. it's true though, isn't it?" <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Mm. I mean, I I don't know future John. No, he just seems to appear mm. in his time machine, but obviously yeah. he's in the future, so I don't know. I don't know how I end up with a time machine. Mm. Or how far into the future it is when I find one. This is a kind of this. This we should ask Christopher Nolan because, I mean, he's explored this whole idea of the reverse timelines, etc. In ten, he has, but he doesn't have very clear answers. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. We'll probably just end up more confused than we Mm. were before we asked him. Yeah. Um, But I, I, you know, I don't mind turning into a hippo, um, and getting Mm. fed, you know. Magic curry. So yeah. I'm up for any of those things. There's worse fates. There is. There is. Um, but uh, I'm not sure I'd want all my cufflinks to, to go. I've only got... I'm not like you. I've only got two pairs. Oh, have you? Yeah, but uh, they're really nice ones. So I wouldn't want uh, them to end up having to travel through the time like a Terminator, mm. hunting down my cufflinks. Well, I, you know, I think he'd appreciate my fine comic book collection of cufflinks, actually. Um, yeah, it does sound impressive. Yeah. I mean, I can't say they're of any value because I think I got most of them off eBay for about a pound from China. But, oh, okay. you know, hey, I don't care. It's still a good collection. It's still a good collection. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely selection of choices. Hmm. Well, or we basically, we send a message out to future John to send a message from future Rob, I guess. See how he's yeah. doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, maybe now the concept of future Rob is out there. Hmm. Future Rob may somehow appear. Yeah, you're right. Now it's been mentioned. Because they'll be trawling back through the, the, the timeline, won't they, to find evidence of prior existence yeah. and um, yeah. it'll appear. Yeah, maybe mm. there is a TVA. <laughs> maybe there is. Yeah. And maybe we're cause, maybe we're, maybe oh we're variants God. in the future. Yeah, we will be when we get our jackets. When we get the jackets, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so cool. Uh, well, great to hear from you, John. Yeah, thanks, John. Really lovely to hear your voice, and um, thanks for sending it in. It's great. We look mm. forward to to hearing from you again. Mm. Your questions are always a lot of fun. Yeah, they're brilliant. I'm glad you're enjoying the show. 
I've been I've been trying to what, ponder whether Nirvana versus Pearl Jab is is the US equivalent of Blur versus Oasis. Do you think yeah. it is? I think it could be. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- okay. I think it's definitely one that's debated over there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Stu, Stu was very impressed with your knowledge of the the time frames of the Nirvana gig you went to. Oh, was he? Yeah, very <laughs> impressed. Okay, I thought he'd probably remember it more clearly than me. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, uh, it's good. It's good he's listening actually. It's, um, yeah, hi mate. It's uh, yeah, hey dude, hey, hey. Yeah, we'll have to get have organise a get together when when we can. Yeah, we do need to do that. And, so um, you're still going to have your party because your party's going to be within the... No, uh, I cancelled it. You're not going to be able to, are you? No, I just thought, you know what? In fact, I cancelled it the day of the announcement because I knew it was coming yeah. and it was just like, you yeah. know what? There's no point in kind of stringing this out. I mean, I, I, I'm looking at this on the basis that, well, I couldn't have a 50th party last year, so I'm still 49. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can't have a 50th this year, I'm still 49 yeah. for two years. So Yeah, so next um, year then. Yeah, next year. Sounds good. I'll make sure I keep my yeah. diary clear. Cool. Yeah. I'll book um, it out on the on the band diaries now. We we'll use Google Calendar so people oh, okay. put when they're oh. unavailable. Yeah. I'll All right. Well, I'll, I'll uh, I will fix square the date. it away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I need to do that. Fix next oh, year's um, party. Hmm. I've got to show you my t-shirt. Oh yeah. Hang on, I've got to step away from the mic while I do okay. it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Move the mic back. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Where did you get that? John is wearing an Army of Darkness t-shirt, but not with, uh, what's his name, from the sh- from Army of Darkness, but with the crew from Dad's Army. Dad's Army of Darkness. Just magic, that is. That is superb. It's even got the road signs on and everything. Captain Mannering has never looked so... So fearless, and and frankly slim. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, that's just it. brilliant. I got it from Matt for um, birthday or Christmas a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, superb. Yeah, really. I love this t-shirt, and I can fit in it now. Okay. It's always wham. a bit small, but um, the yeah. program continues. Cool. Look at that! Look at you. Yeah. Eat your heart out, Arnold Schwarzenegger. There we yeah. go. Yeah, I'm now. Yeah, even lighter. Yeah, how much? How much do you weigh now? What are you up? To, what are you weigh? Two twenty-one now. Okay, two twenty-one. What's that in pounds and? That's shillings? that's fifteen stone eight. Okay, that's good. So I've lost about half a stone since. That's last fantastic. Time. Yeah. So yes, I'm rapidly disappearing. Yeah, I mean, I, for me, I I can judge my weight basically on how much booze I drink, how much beer <laughs> yeah. and. A lager and it is just yeah that's that's that'll get you it does it just you know you just generally i'm kind of i would say i'm pretty even keel i run and mm. i eat and i yeah, yeah. don't eat badly um i could do with eating less carbs and i've started doing that i've eaten less bread which is good mm. um but after my boozy afternoon watching the football mm. and i think i had a few beers the night before i mm. just feel i just felt podgier you know you just yeah. kind of get that thing yeah yeah um, well i get really bloated up because mm, of the the gluten sort of uh problem there's Mm. a lot of that in beer so yeah uh, i tend to drink gluten-free beer if i do Mm. but even that i had uh, a couple of weeks ago i went out i remember telling you Mm. just had five or six bottles of beer 
put yeah. four pounds on. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? It gradually went, but it's like, mm. oh man, no wonder I used to be heavier. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm still enjoying that. Oh, it's nice to cool. feel healthier. You know, that's the it main is. thing. It always is, isn't it? Always yeah. is. Yeah. Um, I've watched um, the first three episodes of Sweet Tooth. With oh, you Pop, did? With Poppy okay. this week. Yeah, yeah. what do you reckon? I, you know what? I just think it's brilliant. I think yeah. it's, I think it's brilliantly made. Yeah, you know, it's really when, lovely, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's kind of um, this. It's just got it's charming, isn't it? It's yeah, charming it is. whilst yeah. it's worrying and sinister, mm. and clearly the whole they've played the COVID card. Just, I mean, talk about timing. You know, it's, it's um, you know, it's, it's spot on, isn't it? Have you said? Have you been to the neighbourhood party? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking of watching that with Emily. Yeah, <laughs> and then it got to that scene, and I was like, mm. Mm. "I know it says it's a 12, but that's quite an upsetting scene." That is dark. That um, is really dark. So I thought, "No, I'll probably leave it." She and didn't seem that fussed anyway, yeah. so I'm not going to push it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he the the lead character is so you are so drawn to him as the hero, and he's such a wonderful, innocent character too, isn't he? He's lovely, isn't he? He's, Great performance. Yeah. Brilliant, actually, frankly, brilliant performance from his ears. Yeah, <laughs> it's superb. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And, uh, and uh, t- it turns out I have irritated Amy, who apparently did want to watch it. So, oh, um, okay, I'm like, well, you've got three episodes to get through to catch up. So, crack on. <laughs> um, um, we're having a um, people round for the. England Scotland game tomorrow. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Kate is. I, I don't know. Kate has this sort of. I I think. I don't know what she likes. She. Uh, you know, it is a good thing to watch watch football in company, rather than just yeah. sitting home watching it. So yeah, um, yeah. She's it getting is it, fun. She's get. She's very very inventive. Kate. She loves a. She loves a do. So she's borrowing this tent from the scout hut. Because okay. she's got the, we still got these connections with the scouts, who our mates are still doing some of it, and we've we've sort of stopped. But so uh, she's getting this big heavy tent, and she's and we're planning to project the game onto a screen, right. and have, have our friends round. And nice. um, one of my mates said, "Oh, can I can I come round a bit earlier? Because I like the pre-match build-up." Yeah. And I'm like, "Mate, all you're going to see is us running around panicking because nothing <laughs> works," you know. <laughs> But um, so we shall see how that's going to sort of pan out. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm kind of loath to drink loads of lager now. I just kind right. of right, right. See what happens, eh? I might not be able to control yeah. myself in a yeah uncontrollable al- alcoholic way. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's a, it's a it's a significant game, isn't it? England Scotland in a tournament. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, Wales did well, didn't they? they didn't, didn't they? Just great. Yeah. Oh. That was a great performance. Yeah. Oh, bless him! I tell you what, people knock Gareth Bale too easily, but he is—he uh, knows that if you just keep working it and working hard, yeah. you'll, you'll get a result. I thought it was—he yeah. um, had a good game. He did, he did. And uh, despite missing, well, I mean, had he had had things, had it been a draw and, and he missed that penalty, I yeah, think he yeah. would have got a lot yeah. of flack. Bless him. But, yeah. Um, yeah. It's quite cool how he he rushed the goalie and almost got another one straight afterwards to yeah. try and make up for it. Yeah, I, I like that. That yeah. was good. Also, I don't. Uh, what's his name? The commentator, Robbie Savage, who yeah. <laughs> who 
irritates my son. He was like, he was watching the game yeah. with the sound off to start with. Right. Yeah. And then we start, Amy came in. She goes, I'm not watching this game without listening to the bloody commentary. So we got the commentary <laughs> on. And then with that last, you know, we, we've all been in that thing where we, the last few minutes to go and you've got to hang on. Yeah. And poor old Robbie Savage, he was getting very nervous, wasn't he? He, he was, yeah. And then, yeah. bless his, I mean, actually, you know, I know, I, I understand why people find Robbie Savage irritating. And I think he does it deliberately. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. But you you cannot knock a fan when they're yeah, enjoying when themselves or yeah. nervous or yeah. you know yeah. in that. I yes. thought uh, a good job there. A uh, little tip: um, <laughs> if if you're listening, if the commentary team is annoying, um, turn the sound down, put Radio Five Live on, and listen to their commentary instead. Yes, good shout, good shout. Yeah, because yeah, they're well. great on there, aren't they? Yeah. And and I, I I think it's a gift, isn't it? A bit of a gift to commentate on a game on the radio. Yeah. You know, oh, any, yeah. Any commentator who does radio commentary, yeah. you know, hats off to them because it's not I, easy, is it? I, 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 I um, follow football mostly on the radio. Right. Okay, Because cool. I don't have, like, Sky or BT Sport or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, and I can't... I find it hard to sit around these days. I used to quite like... Mm. Avoiding the scores and watching match of the day. Yeah, um, but it's hard to do that now. With social media and stuff like yeah, that. You're gonna, you're gonna see. So yeah. um, I've really got into listening to to the games on the radio. Yeah, yeah. And it oh, also well, means good. I can I can get on with other things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, absolutely. My my audio world of podcasts and mm. audio books. Yeah, I'm so woefully behind on podcasts and and uh, audio books. I, I get uh, I mean I don't know I've, I, I might go for a little run later and I might do some more listening but um. I found a really funny audio podcast oh yeah um, well they're all audio aren't they <laughs> I found yeah. a really good podcast hmm. um, called Three Bean Salad Three Bean Salad okay yeah it's a spin-off of another one of my favourites the um, well it's not a spin-off but it's uh, one of the guys from another podcast I listen to is on it Okay. Guy called Benjamin Partridge, comedian. I've heard um, of him. He does one called the Beef and Dairy Network podcast, right? Um, which is really funny, um, and it's him and a couple of his mates, Henry Packer and Mike Wozniak. Oh, I know. You Mike Wozniak. Who's, who's the guy yeah. from Taskmaster that I sent you that clip yeah. of? Yeah. Um, and it's it's um, people give him a subject to discuss. Right. And so they just go off about it and just come up with all kinds of nonsense. Ah, cool. but yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's worth a listen to. I think yeah. you'll like that. I used to be an absolute, I mean, I, I still, I think I still subscribe to it, but the uh, the Radio 4 comedy stuff mm -hmm. is brilliant. It always, I mean, I, I haven't yeah. listened to it for 18 months, but it used to be just superb. Oh, yeah. I think um, they broadcast some of the Beef and Dairy Network on there. Oh, okay. On yeah. Radio 4. Oh, I think, you know what? I think I might have heard that. Yeah. On, on, you know, going back a while. There's quite a funny one with Greg Davis is the guest on it, who's this, cla who used to run a, a, a cow circus, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and a lot of it's sort of improvised and stuff. Yeah. It's very funny. Yeah. That's but, a real uh, gift, isn't it? That improv stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, these that's yeah. well worth a listen. Yeah. That'll make you chuckle. Oh, okay. That sounds good. I love a bit. Of, I love a bit of comedy, but again, I don't. I, I don't know. I I need to. I don't. I'm not sure. I've. 
I think part of the problem is that I, I, I the reason I was interviewing yesterday is because I, I now have 80, 90 clients and right. uh, and I'm and I'm using Dave my employee number one to oh yeah excellent to to to, to do the more structural procedural stuff for the new brokerage okay. yeah. rather than bog him down because he's free to kind of do a different project do a set of slides do a kind of thing that we need to do on the one one side of the facing of the business well mm. I've generally just taken care of the clients and, and new business and sales but if I can bring someone else in to help me I'm just going to free up time to do some of the things I probably probably should do <laughs> which is um like run the company as opposed to just be panicking about sales and renewals um right right uh so uh hopefully i'll i'll i'll, I'll get that done and then I, and then i can structure my time in a less reactive way that's what okay. i'm saying because yeah yeah yesterday i had a document i needed to finish but then a client contacted me because they needed an urgent bit of cover and you can't can't not deal with the client stuff first do you know what i mean mm. you got to deal with that that's always the primary thing but if I had someone else to send that to, it would uh, make my life massively easier. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you yeah, know, we've got podcasts to listen to and films well, to watch. And this is it. Oh, talking know. of uh, not having time to watch films, I've hmm. not been able to watch that film that John recommended yet. The no. uh, Tom Hanks one. What was yeah. it? Larry, Larry Crown. Crown. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for the recommendation. We will get to that. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, it looks like a good, good. I mean, good feel-good movies always on my list. You know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and. Um, We've we've we need to resume our Hanksathon, me and Joe. Oh, of so course. Um, yeah. Um talking of projectors, I might get my projector out and uh yeah. we might have a Hanksathon and, yeah. and watch that. Maybe do that on on Saturday. Mm. Uh the plan was that as gigs got cancelled we'd have a nice evening sitting out in our little front yard. Yeah. With a few nibblies and some uh really got into drinking kombucha. As an alcohol Butcher. replacement. Oh, mm. okay. Yeah. Oh. Because okay. it's got that tang and that sort of sharpness to it. Right. Okay. I'm gonna have to try that. I'm looking for substitutes it's good for, for good for your gut as well. It's got yeah. all the right healthy bacteria okay. in it and stuff. Kombucha as a mm. replacement for alcohol, and um, I yeah. need a I need a substitute for chocolate. That's what I need. Oh, I don't think there is one. Yeah, I don't think there is. I've just stopped stopped it. Mm. Yeah. Although I had a, I had two Cadbury's fingers the other day. Oh, and I bet they Because Emily, Emily was having them for a packed lunch and it got down to the last, she was having like four a day wrapped up in a bit of foil I was doing <laughs> for her in a packed lunch. Wonderful. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, there was two left over in the, at the end of the packet. And oh, I thought, well, nice. she can't have six. That'd be crazy. Mm, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, pff, she said, yeah. no, four's enough, Dad. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Steady. It, yeah. With a, an incredibly, I'm so proud of her self-control. Mm. Um, and be. I thought, I'm going to eat them. Mm. I'm just going to eat those two Cadbury's fingers. Mm. So I did. And that was it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, good. I've had them. That's fine. Don't mm. need to eat them again now for quite a long time. Yeah. I'm feeling quite guilty because Jack, Jack came home <laughs> Monday night and uh, he left at Easter, but he didn't eat all his chocolate. Ah, uh, yeah. Same with Emily. There's a tub uh, full of a smashed up egg in the fridge at the moment. I'm like, oh. So anyway, over the course of the however long he's been away, which is a couple of months or six weeks or whatever it is, <laughs> I have gradually eaten the whole lot. <laughs> and um, and I thought to myself, it's all right, because when he comes back, I'll buy him a big chocolate bar. And actually, yeah. to be fair, I did make it last a very long, I was stealing it very slowly. 
Mm. And towards the end of the... Because chocolate does go off. It does. You know? Yeah, it really does. And I kept thinking, the longer I was eating it, the longer time frame I was eating it over, I kept thinking, I am doing him a favour. No yeah. one wants to come back from university to find a load of exactly. out-of-date... Yeah. Know, you're essentially removing hazardous waste. It's a public health issue, isn't it? You know it? what? It, had I risk assessed it in advance, I probably yeah. would have eaten it all earlier. Um, probably, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's only the guilt stopping me. And, um, <laughs> but oddly enough, he hasn't mentioned it yet. Oh, okay. um, so, um, he does listen to the podcast, though, doesn't he? Occasionally he does. Um, right. And uh, and we haven't done Army of the Dead yet. Cause no, well, been, I haven't, I haven't uh, yet either, uh, so we're all good on that front for now. Maybe next week. Um, yeah. It's finding, well, I am, you know. Oh, so I was just saying, it's finding time because everyone seems to be. I mean, Poppy seems to yeah, be out with her mates yeah. all the time, and, yeah. and even Amy's been out and um, with uh, with some of her uh, buddies who are back home at the moment. So, um, which is yeah. good. They've got a social life. Oh yeah. Um, um, Especially with the way things have been. I mean, yeah. it must have been tough not being able to see your mates and stuff like that for so long when you're yeah. that age. Ah, oh, yeah. You know. It's awful, isn't it? Really. And you should um, be out having fun all the time. Well, that's what you're meant to be doing, isn't it? And, and yeah. Yeah. So good luck to them. Yeah. So there hasn't been a night in this week where we've all been in. I don't yeah. think so far since Jack's got back. Um, he's, yeah. It's funny when he gets home though. He's, he's a proper disruptor of our lives. We sort okay. of the four of us have f- find a routine, you know. And yeah. Jack just jumps in the middle of it, sticks his Xbox into the big TV, <laughs> and just just pisses all over all of our routines completely. <laughs> it's really funny. And. Uh, and uh, I'll get, I'll, I know what's coming. I'm going to be having. I'm going to have Poppy and Amy at some point or other both going. When's he go back? <laughs> <laughs> but it's great having him here. Sorry, I yeah, kept interrupting lovely. you. There. No, no, not at all, mate. I mean, that's the nature of uh, of talking over Zoom, and is it? Isn't mm. it? It's very hard not to both think of something at the same time and start talking. Yeah. But yeah, uh, what was I going to say anyway? Uh, Oh yeah, we were talking hmm. about um, doing things, going out and stuff. Yeah. Um, I really, w- I've uh, started a little kind of. I think I mentioned it last time. We we were chatting in the van about horror films, weren't we? Mm. I told you yeah. about that after this gig on Saturday. So we've started our own little messaging group. <laughs> There's the four of us. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, what were those films you were all talking about? You know, let's make yeah. a list of what, like a watch list. Yeah. And then that In the Earth is out, Nick. I think it it's is. out in some cinemas now. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not on a general release. Right. But okay. I, I, I was searching and it's on at the Curzon in Canterbury, you know, at Westgate Hall. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a cinema there now. Well, do, do I know that? I don't think I know. No, it's a fairly I'm not aware of recent that. thing, yeah. Right. Well, I say recent, probably in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, then I wouldn't know it was there. Um, But it's like a independent sort of, well, not entirely independent, but it's more of a sort of art house kind of cinema. Yeah. You know, the kind of ones that get mentioned on Kermode and Mayo with lots of affection. Yeah, cool. Um, and it's on there next Thursday, which happens to be the <gasps> night our gig in Cheltenham was supposed to be, which has been cancelled. Oh, okay. Wow. So to kind of make, you know, the silver lining of that particular cloud means that yeah. I, I was able to say, hey, should we go, yeah. go to the cinema and see, see In the Earth? Yeah. Cool. Um, so hopefully we're going to have a little outing, the four of us, to go and see oh, that next Thursday. Yeah. And I'm going to the cinema again tonight. <gasps> what are you going to see? I'm going to see A Quiet Place Part 2 again. Well. With um, my mate Jay. Because hey, he wants to go and see cool. it. I was like, yeah, I'll definitely go, yeah. go again. 
Well, we we are planning. It's because it's Father's Day on. Oh, that reminds me, I've got to send my Father's Day card. Um, mm. It's Father's Day Sunday, so. Um, I always I was originally saying to the family, let's go and see my dad, and they're like, no, it's your Father's Day, and you know when you think, oh, actually, <laughs> yeah. I could just stay at home and be pampered as a father for the day, you know. Yeah. But we're going to see Quiet Plates too. Oh, nice, excellent so, Sunday. Oh, so well, we can we can have it. a proper chat about that next week. Yeah. Brilliant. We we plan to rewatch part one. Yeah. On Saturday night. Very That's good idea. Yeah, yeah. Very good idea. That's a uh, great idea. Yeah. So, and I'd um, su- suggest that to anyone as well. If it's been a while since you watched it, definitely watch the first one again. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, no, that's cool. So, yeah. yeah, I need to work out how to go and see In the Earth. I suspect Jack will want to see it. Because mm. um, we were both, oh, did he ever watch, he, he is a bit, actually, funnily enough, he he doesn't really like horror films. Mm. I was, uh, Amy and I watched Midsummer, and I thought he'd watched it, but he hasn't. He's, he's okay. a bit scared by it. Um, yeah. A lot lightweight, I don't know. Um <laughs> I know what he means, though. It's yeah, not like it's scary or anything. No, exactly. Or upsetting, or will haunt you for weeks after you've watched it. Exactly. <laughs> you can't sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It won't play on your mind. Oh, that film. Oh, I was going to just say actually, on the, just quickly revisiting Larry Crown. Mm. We're on a we're on a guarantee here, aren't we? So if we don't enjoy it. John O'Neill's giving us the money back. Oh, that's right, yeah, because we've got to rent it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. We should, um, we'll have to do a sort of, some kind of, we'll have to uh, converse beforehand about how we approach that after we've both seen it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, what was the other thing? Uh, oh, yeah, I <laughs> looked up Ash versus Evil Dead, and it's yes. not on Netflix anymore. You got you got to buy it, right? Okay, because it's not on any of the UK streamers at the moment. I've got a feeling it might have migrated to Shudder, possibly. Okay, because it's a horror thing. They yeah. seem to be like hoovering up a lot of horror mm. franchises. But they come around again, don't they? These things, you know, they do. They they do a sort of loop around with someone else, and then they'll come back to them. I mean, exactly. Netflix and Netflix are the main platform. Netflix or Prime, yeah, Prime, isn't they? Yeah. Really, they're the two. And I was having a little search on uh, Now TV, which is where I get oh, to yeah. see the Sky Atlantic stuff. Yeah. And uh, Adventure Time popped up. Adventure Did you ever watch Adventure Time? Little no. cartoon, animated show. No. no. Sort of purportedly for kids, but actually uh, quite trippy and weird. And yeah. Oh, my okay. son is an enormous fan of it. Oh, okay. And he's been urging me for years to like, Dad, you got to watch it, you got to watch it. Yeah. Um, and I really want to... And we started watching it... When he was younger, and I kept falling asleep. Oh, okay. It's only like a twenty-minute-long show. Yeah. Um, okay. But it's so sort of dreamlike. Hmm. And I think it was usually, you know, I'd got in from work or something, and I was a bit tired, and it'd yeah. come on, and it just sort of lull me off to sleep. Yeah. Um, it's by this guy Pendleton Ward, and it's okay. um, very surreal, very odd. Hmm. Um, and it popped up that it's on now TV all five seasons. So I oh, thought, wow. right, I'm going to start watching that. Yeah. Give me something to chat about with him when I see him on, on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and let him know I've started watching it. So yeah, I watched the first cool. episode this morning and it's it's brilliant. It's really it? odd. Yeah. And it's really strange. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. It's good. Okay. Well, I'll have a look. And it's I'll one of those things, I th- it doesn't give you any explanation. You just sort of straight into it. Right. Into this strange, surreal world. Okay. Full of, like, bizarre characters. 
and um yeah almost sort of stream of consciousness storytelling yeah it's very oh, wow. hard. it's very odd but it's good i'm mm. gonna okay. i'm gonna uh try and get through that while it's on now tv yeah before it again migrates off it was on mm. netflix for a while i did get around to watching it then it disappeared right and then i looked into it again and it was like oh no i'm gonna have to buy the box sets <laughs> do you know what i mean the actual physical ones because yeah. it wasn't even streaming anywhere yeah and oh, then okay. uh, and then yeah it just popped up on now so i thought i'd uh it's nice when these things pop up on a platform that you, something you want to see pops up and you think, oh, you yeah, know. yeah. Because I think isn't um, isn't Saint Maud that was one of the horror films from? Oh yeah, good film. I think film. it's on Prime. I think it's free yes, on it Prime is. Yeah, I think it's finally popped up on there. Yeah, yeah. that's like well that. worth a watch. Is it? Yeah, okay. that's a great movie. Okay, I need to do that. Yeah, although I, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a horror. Well. That's what I heard. I'd call it more of a dark psychological drama, thing. Psychological yeah. drama, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's well got horror fine. aspects to it, but mm. I wouldn't go in expecting a horror movie. Okay. Fine. Just go in and just, you know, prepare yourself for a very good dark film. Yeah. Okay. With yeah. a great a great sense of performance. Okay. Hmm. Because that lady, she's she's gone off to do Lord of the Rings, isn't she? Isn't she? Or I she has been. In, yeah. The yeah. new Lord of the Rings that's coming. Yeah, the new prequel thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, more, more, more with Clark or whatever. That's it. Is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But cool. yeah, fantastic. Yeah. So very good. Um, right. Well, I guess we ought to kind of. Have we got any other messages? Did we get any news from any? Uh, we've not we heard. Could... We've not heard anything uh, from uh, from anyone else. No. Okay. Wow. So um, I know um, Steve's been very busy this week. Yeah. Fair enough. And I think uh, you know we've we've suddenly recorded this week. There's not a lot of warning. Yeah, we have. So yeah. uh, because I suddenly realised that today was the only day I was going to be able to fit it in. I've got um, a daytime rehearsal with the Lucky Thirteens tomorrow. Okay. Oh, cool. So I'll be leaving at sort of nine to go and do that all yeah. day tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Saturday I'm teaching bass in the morning and then spending the day with Joe. Yeah. And then Sunday cool. it's Father's Day, so I've got both the kids. Mm. We were Good. going to be going to a barbecue at which there was going to be some filming for our next Lucky 13s video. Right. But with the weather and with the restrictions, we've had to knock that on the head. Um, yeah. But we we are going to be out busking. Oh, oh um, when? Uh, we're not sure yet, but some of the weekends that we are now free, because we're mm. not allowed to gig, we're, we're going to go and busk instead. Okay. Um, probably Canterbury. Yay! Uh, I'll let my maybe, dad know when you when you maybe don't. Whitstable. Yeah, as soon mm. as I, I know, I'll put it out on mm. on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the idea then is that we can film footage of us busking and people enjoying Perfect. it and yeah and and make that into the video for mm. the next single. Yeah, it's called sense. We Can Come Together, so it's all about people getting together. Uh, so okay. that's nice. Um, that's good. If yeah. we can have lots of happy people, you know, dancing in the street to us busking and stuff like that, it'd be. Be yeah. really cool. All sorts of different people. Be good yeah. to to see that. So that's the plan. Whether mm. it comes off or not, we'll have to see. But um, that sounds good to me. So yeah. So it turned out I was rammed for the next few days. So I thought, right, well, let's let's no, absolutely. See if we do we this morning. Yeah, and and, uh, and yeah. we've talked about going forward, trying to shift it more to this sort of time of week anyway. Mm. With uh, with uh, weekends getting busier. Yeah. No, absolutely. But, uh, we'll try and be as regular as we can. Yes. Keep it regular. 
Oh, and one other thing. Um, I um, I squared away a little bit of time for myself last night. Hmm. Uh, Joe was busy uh, catching up with some friends on Zoom. Um, so she said, is it all right if I have the living room and stuff? And I was hmm. like, yeah, that's cool. So I was like, hmm, what can I do in the basement all on my own for the <laughs> evening? Yes. So um, I wanted to take a little break away from the usual kind of practicing and music stuff. And mm. I didn't really want to do any admin or anything like that. I wanted to have a little bit of time just for me, do mm. something fun. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry. This isn't heading somewhere weird. <laughs> well, I don't know. It depends well. what you think's weird. <laughs> um, so... You know, I'm into my board games. Yeah. And I quite like playing solo board games or board games that you can play solo. Oh, right. Okay. Just one player. Yeah. Okay. It's like the board game version of playing a game on your phone or on your Xbox or whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know, it doesn't mean you haven't got any mates, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm not judging. <laughs> so, um, one had been uh, recommended to on the, on the, you know, on all the podcasts and mm on all the pages I follow and stuff called uh, Escape the Dark Sector. Ooh. Oh, man, that looks awesome. Okay. Yeah, what a great cover. And, that, and that's the back of it. I'll try and put a link it's in quite, the it's, Yeah, there. it's quite sort of comic book. In its, yeah, it is. Kind it's of, actually, yeah. the artwork in it reminds yeah. me a bit of the drawings I used to do. Yeah, it does. Yeah, do absolutely. Really? Yeah, no, it does look a lot like your work, yeah. And look at those guys on the back. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? At a distance, I thought they all had afros, but that's space behind them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Brilliant. Um, that would be cool, though. It would be cool. Um, so, yeah, it's called Escape the Dark Sector, the game of deep space adventure. Uh, I'll read you the blurb on the back. Escape the Dark Sector is a simple sci-fi adventure game with a focus on atmosphere, storytelling and player cooperation. Perfect for newcomers to tabletop gaming. Hmm. Playing as the crew of an impounded starship, you find yourselves confined to the detention block of a vast space station. Hey. Using a variety of advanced gear and weaponry, embark on a desperate mission to find your ship and blast your way home. Can you escape the dark? <sighs> so God. what I did Sector. was... So I thought, yeah, I'm going to sit and play that game. I've had it a little while, not yeah. got around to play it. So uh, I got my um, light projector on, yeah, projecting all stars and that on the ceiling down here in the in my cellar, <laughs> cool. in my bunker. Uh, found a YouTube video of sci-fi background music. Nice. Had that playing in the background. Yes. Set up the the game on the table. Yeah. So you've got this. Uh, the the main thing is this deck of um, chapter cards. Right. So you you set up act one act two and act three and then a boss card at the bottom and you shuffle them so you don't know what you've got right okay and you set them sort of to the right so that you turn them over like the pages of a book oh okay wow onto a discard pile yeah and you work through them one at a time if you survive each chapter you move on to the next one yeah and you randomize it every time you play so the game changes oh all right clever um, and then you choose what crew members you want. There's six to choose from, and you choose two if you're mm -hmm. playing on your own. But you can right. have up to four players. Okay. Um, so I picked uh, Lieutenant Abbott and Lieutenant Miller. Right. Uh, who've both got sort of um, complementary strengths. Right. 
And then uh, there's a whole bunch of different dice for different things and a few other decks of cards for different bits and bobs, items you pick up and stuff like that. Mm. And off you go. It's a bit like one of those um, choose-your-own-adventure books. Yeah. Remember like the fa- yeah, fighting fantasy books yeah, and that do, kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, I do where, remember that stuff, yeah. You know, if you, if you want to go left, turn to page, mm. turn to 51, if you, you know, that sort yeah. of stuff. Simple kind of statistics to manage and stuff like that. Yeah. And, um, and off we went. So what yeah. I did was... I recorded a sort of commentary as I played. Yeah. Um, which I'll put after the... Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Credits of the yeah, show. do it. Um, a little playthrough. Yeah. So cool. uh, you'll hear how I got on if you stick yeah. around after the uh, All right, closing cool. theme music. Yeah, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's about 20 minutes long, so strap in. Okay. But, um, well, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought it'd be a bit of fun. Yeah, cool. uh, but yeah, it's a great game. Oh, magic! So it was a nice little bit of me time last night that wasn't to do with any of my work. It's nice to get that sort of those moments, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's surprising how little they happen, isn't it? I think, but um, when you do get them, you've got to, you've got to max out on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then Joe's meeting with her friends um, finished before, mm. just before I'd finished the game. Right, oh, that's annoying. And uh, and she was like, "Hey!" And I was like, "Hey, um, I'm just just gonna finish." Just off. fishing up. Like my two guys were almost dead. I was just about to turn over the boss card. <laughs> I like, this I got so into it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Sort of because um, that's what I love. I love sci-fi stuff, and yeah. I love that whole concept. And I'd really just absorb myself like I was there. You know, like yeah. we we're talking about that immersion thing with video games. Yeah. It's kind of like that with this as well. I was like, right, I'm really there now. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, don't interrupt me. <laughs> but no, it was fine. I, <laughs> Did I was, it. You know, it was cool. But <laughs> I just, yeah, I just got to finish off. I was so keen to get back and see what happened. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. So, yeah, that was fun. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I'm looking forward to listening to that. That sounds and, um, good. Yeah, and come on England for tomorrow night. Come on Scotland. Yeah. I, f- I feel a bit for Scotland actually because they are kind of because they haven't been in a championship for so long it's quite I think it's quite it becomes quite startling doesn't it just the, just the occasion mm. but um, but you know what if if we're ever going to slip on a banana skin it's, yeah. <laughs> this is it isn't it and we'll never hear the end oh, of it oh god no it'll never stop I mean I feel for my parents because they're up in Scotland right now oh are they oh no so yeah yeah. So um, it could be bad either way. <laughs> yeah, it could be, yeah. Oh. <laughs> they're not a lot of them aren't big fans of uh, of the English as it is. No. no, they're not, are they? <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, a big hi to and lots of love to all our Scottish listeners. Yeah. Hi Scotland. Good luck. I mean, you know, I I, I always support all the home nations and I know that the other yeah, home nations yeah. don't support us. You know, in fact, actively yeah. support the opposition whoever. I mean, we historically, play. it's ex- you know, so it is, I suppose. It? But hmm. um but, you know. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. our fault. We weren't yeah. born then. It's nothing to do with us. That's um, a long time ago. But yeah, so um yeah, let's yeah. hope uh England march on. Yeah, I think it's the, uh, you know we hmm. we want to at least get to the knockout stages to, for that uh, fully expected penalty knockout. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The yeah, uh, yeah inevitable. Yeah, it'd be weird if it doesn't happen. Out. To be honest. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I <laughs> just I'm just Italy trying to look like they're going to take some stopping, don't they? Wow. Oh yeah, 
Mm. What a side. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Belgium, I thought I saw, saw them play. They looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Portugal not today, too yeah. shabby. Yeah, I mean, lots of great teams. You've got to get yeah. past them if you're going to win you it, have. you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, bring it All on. right then, mate. Right, mate. We have better good... sign off. Yeah, yeah, I've got to go and teach yoga. You've got to go and have a Crack meeting on, yeah get some meeting with someone who I keep thinking I wonder if I can get out of it but anyway probably yeah. not <laughs> <laughs> alright then well have a All brilliant right. weekend yeah and you mate and enjoy uh, Father's Day yeah you too mate and uh, we'll see you I'll see you next week and thanks again for John for your lovely voicemail yeah cheers John and uh, yeah alright thanks for listening everybody see everyone bye bye Hi everyone, I'm still alive, it's Rob from the future. Thanks for the message John, I thought I need to let you know I'm fine. I'm not a hippo, I'm not in London Zoo. I have eaten a lot of curry though, since that was recorded. The actress I was (laughs) not remembering was Sasha Lane, who here in the future is a really big star. And the film I was thinking of was American Honey, which is a film I would really like to see. One of those indies with Shia LaBeouf, where he's trying too hard, but seems to get away with it. Bye, everyone. Okay, so it's Wednesday night. I've had a bit of a week. And I've decided I'm going to unwind tonight by playing a solo board game called Escape the Dark Sector. It's a sci-fi set board game. Not played it before. So I've just set the lighting levels. I've got my space projector projecting a star field onto the ceiling. I've got some sci-fi music ready to go. Listen to this. setting the scene I'm gonna pour myself a nice glass of kombucha and crack into it okay I've set up the game it's basically various a big deck of cards which contain this story which you flip over one at a time if you survive that card you move on to the next one and they flip a bit like opening a book um, there's various types of dice you can use for different things that are required for different parts of the game. I've got two crew members because I'm playing it solo. You can play with more people, but I'm playing solo, so I've got two crew members. I've got Lieutenant Abbott, who seems to be pretty strong, pretty smart, but not very cunning. And I've got Lieutenant Miller, who's strong, very cunning, but not too smart. 
So let's see how these fellas get on. Each of them has got a, a cybernetic implant which will help them in combat and I have a medical record for each one which I will, will mark their health as it goes down and hopefully up as well through the game. Now if one of the crew dies that's it game over. So I've got to keep these chaps alive um, and hopefully get through I shall uh, let you know what happens once the game starts. Okay, so here we go. Lieutenant Miller is going to turn over the first chapter card. Okay, we have a picture of what looks like an airlock uh, with some supplies inside. Looks like maybe some weapons. And there appears to be a dead spaceman lying there halfway through the outer door. He's slumped forward, face down, with his head to one side, and it looks like blood on the floor beneath his helmet. And it card says, After weeks confined to the detention block, you finally break free of your cell. Outside, the lighting flickers intermittently, and the burning stench of recent laser fire hangs in the air. Beside a slaughtered guard, a weapon locker has been smashed open. You load up on what little gear and ammunition remains. Okay. Draw a starting weapon card for each member of the crew now, and then draw a single item card. Okay, so I've got a little deck of cards here. Starting weapon card. So Miller's going to get a ray gun. Let's put that next to him on the board there. A ray gun. And Abbott is going to pick up a ray gun as well. Okay, so they've both got ray guns, like pistols. And a single item card, so that comes from that pack there. And it is a frag grenade. So I'll give that to Lieutenant Miller. Okay, that's handy. Right, so we've got a couple of pistols and a grenade. I don't know what else is available in the card deck. As of next you hear footsteps approaching there is no time to lose you must find your ship at all costs so we need to find our ship to get off this space station that we've been imprisoned on you steal yourselves before slipping away into the gloom turn the first chapter card now okay let's let Abbott do this one. Oh, some crazy bearded old guy running at us out of the darkness, a frantic prisoner sprints towards you, narrowly, narrowly evading a barrage of crackling laser fire from behind him. You lose one hit point as a shot meant for him strikes you. Ah, oh, so Abbott's been hit. Cursive. Not a good start for Abbott. As a group, choose one option. Let him through. The salty old captain is grateful and hastily rewards you before vanishing into the dark. Draw an item card. Uh, attack. It's payback time. Begin combat. Okay. Let's let him through. See if we could do with another bit of kit, I reckon. Boom. Power wrench. I'll give that to... Abbott. 
Okay, so we can use that as a close combat we weapon. Okay, handy. I'll come back to you shortly with what happens next. Cool, that was tense. Okay, this crazy old captain ran past us, gave us a wrench as he, as he fled, and then a squadron of security drones came flying towards us, weapons humming, lasers piercing the gloom. That must have been what was chasing the old guy. They tracked us. So combat began. We did ranged combat with our ray guns. Problem was, they got Lieutenant Miller in a tractor beam, which meant he was frozen until we shot the lead drone. So Abbott took it upon himself to fire with his ray gun. They exchanged fire. He got hit, uh, but he managed to destroy the lead drone. Um, and then Miller was able to draw his ray gun and finish the rest. He did take a couple of hits himself though, once while he was in stasis and another one when he was shooting at them. But we're past it. So we got past that card. Okay. We managed to search that room and we found some good stuff. We found a force field, like a bracelet, which Abbott's now wearing, and a chrono, chrono bomb, which can basically, it's like a time bomb. So, it means we can basically re-roll a, uh, a roll that we that went against us. Um, and we found a rocket launcher, this massive rocket launcher. So that's going to be exciting. Okay, on we go to the next card. Okay, Abbott opens the door. You hurry around a bulkhead and collide with a pair of patrolling guards. They immediately open fire. Okay. The battle with the guards. We started with range combat. Um, Abbott firing his pistol. Clipped him. Miller tried to flank them with his rocket launcher. Um, missed his initial roll, but then used his advanced targeting thing and re-rolled it and hit them with his rocket launcher. That knocked him back a bit. Um, then we went into close combat. Abbott took a couple couple of uh, nasty licks uh, but through the use of his cybernetic implant managed to, managed to uh, survive and finish off the guards so let's see what items they've left behind a battle rifle and a rusty pipe okay Okay, Abbott's in, in a fairly bad way. He's lost half his hit points. Um, Miller's doing okay. He's took a couple of knocks, but he's still going. So now he, Miller's armed with a rocket launcher, a rusty pipe, and a frag grenade. Miller, uh, Abbott's got a battle rifle, a power wrench, and a force field, which should help him actually with his health in the next encounter. But Miller's going to open the door to the next encounter. Oh. It looks like a dark corridor crossed with laser beams. The way forward is blocked by an ever-shifting laser grid, a perplexing pattern of buzzing, burning beams. Nice bit of alliteration there. Each member of the crew must choose one of the following methods to try and get through without touching the beams. Speed or patience. Okay, so let's see how the guys get on. Okay, 
So Miller went first. He decided to use speed as he rates better in that. But unfortunately, he stumbled and got badly burnt and lost two HP. Abbott decided to take the patient approach. He had to get two wisdom on three dice attempts. He missed the first one. He missed the second one. He looks like he was going to stumble and fall, but on the last throw of the dice, he managed to score a double wisdom, which meant that he just managed to get through. On to the next card. We're now on to level two. Okay. An intriguing noble flanked by bodyguards stops you. They bring forward a selection of items he wishes to trade. I insist, he smirks. Reveal three item cards, then as a group choose one option. Trade, refuse to trade, or, and begin combat. Right, I think we should try and avoid combat as we're a bit battered. Let's have a look at what cards we are given. Three item cards. Rations, that would be good to restore hit points, a chrono bomb, and brain stims. Okay. Trade, discard any two items and take one of the revealed items. The nobleman is most pleased. Okay, let's do that. Let's keep the rations. He can have the other two things. All right. There you go, sir. And we've got rations there, which I will immediately discard. To restore a hit point to Mr. Abbott. He scoffs them down. Okay, on to the next card. Miller will go first. In this laboratory full of experimental technology, a gravitational wave emitter thrums menacingly. As you attempt to cross the room, your steps become heavy and you're barely able to drag your suddenly cumbersome gear to the other side. Okay, we've got to try and use our strength to get across this gravitational anomaly. Back soon. Okay, Miller got across first time. Abbott really struggled, made three attempts, lost his power wrench, uh, had to use his force field bracelet and then lost that. And he's finally across, but he's starting to look in a pretty bad way. He's All he's got now is his battle rifle. Okay, on to the next card. Oh gosh, what's this? Another room full of stuff. Oh, what's that? The walls of this section of the station glisten and writhe, overrun by some manner of alien tissue. As you step cautiously through, it seems to sense your presence, and acid begins to stream down from the from pulsating orifices overhead. Ooh. Ah. Okay, Miller got across. But Abbott again struggled and had to ended up having to use his battle rifle above his head 
to stop the acid, but it's destroyed his battle rifle. He now has nothing, no equipment at all. Oh, this isn't looking good. On to the next card. Okay. You pass a medical bay where someone strangely familiar is being clumsily dissected. Peering in, you notice some unattended supplies. Oh, this could be useful. As a group, choose one option. Move on, it's too risky. Steal. Nominate a member of the crew to roll two cunning in two attempts. I think we're going to have to try it. Miller's pretty sneaky. Cunning is his highest attribute. Let's see if he can do it. Oh, that went badly. Miller tried sneaking in, but he stumbled and overturned a large vial of acid and it spilt all down his legs. He got really badly hurt by that. Barely stifling his cries of agony, he managed to withdraw just as his presence became noticed. Oh, gosh. This is a tough game, man. Okay, next card. How about going first? These cryopods hiss and smoke as clones of each of you step forward. Clones of us? To represent their clone. Oh, gosh, we've got to fight ourselves. Oof. That was savage. The rocket launcher to the rescue took out, Miller took his one out and then helped to defeat Abbott's. Next card. Oh no, items. What have we got? Chronoid bomb. Abbott. And our power stims. Right, next card. Oh gosh, they're both in such a bad way. This could be it. In the dark recesses of this disused hangar, a shady deal is going down between rival gangs. Catching sight of you, they immediately draw their weapons and block your way, calling out brutal threats. Okay, as a group, choose one option, bribe. You do as they demand, handing over your goods. Discard an item for each crew member, they let you pass. We're going to have to. We're too weak to fight. So what can we... Right, power stims, and you can have a frag grenade because that might blow up on us. Okay, next card. Right, here we get. Okay, next card. Level three. Here we go. Ugh. The doors of this room lock behind you and an alien terminal slowly rises from its centre. It must be operated carefully. There's some mutant warrior in a tank. And I think if we get this wrong, he gets released and will attack us, which we may not survive. It looks pretty frightening. Let's see what happens. Well... Abbott failed to uh, work the alien control panel successfully. He confidently struck a key, but inadvertently released this brutish mutant warrior from its stasis tank, which came at us. Um, Miller managed to uh, hit it with his rocket launcher and then basically punched the crap out of it, um, saving Abbott's life again. We're almost at the end of the game. Let's turn the next card over. Who's got the most health? Crikey. Well, 
Albert's got two hit points left. Miller's got one hit point left. Here we go. It's a big giant mech. A dusty mech stands sentinel in the passage ahead. As you edge forward, its solitary red eye begins to flicker and its cannon suddenly swivels aimed directly at you. Oh dear. Nominate one member of the crew to work with the alien controls. Oh no, that's the wrong card. I'm reading the old one again. Okay. As a group, choose an option. Evade. The Robo Guardian responds to your movement with a barrage of heavy fire. Each crew member must roll a hit die and then turn to the next chapter. Or attack. Oh, I think we're going to have to try and evade. Oh my god, we evaded. They're both on one hit point, And now it's time for the boss. Okay, here goes. This is it. If your senses are correct, behind this door is the hangar where your ship's being held. But by whom? You prepare yourselves for one final battle. So we turn it over. It's the Entity. It's a black orb surrounded by white energy floating in the middle of the room. Looks like about a meter or two across. Wow. Okay. Let's see if we can take it. Incredible. They did it with some amazing rolls and some clever tactics. Miller hit this thing with his rocket launcher at first. Abbott steamed in with some amazing close combat skills. Using his shock prod. And then Miller followed up with his rusty pipe and they destroyed the entity. Abbott, there she is, your beloved starship, the Equinox. You hurry aboard, fire up the converters and breathe a sigh of relief to hear the main engines kicking in. Without delay, you override the restraints and blast clear of the station, rolling out into the immense spacescape beyond, heading for home at maximum velocity. Your adventure has only just begun. Wow, what a great game. I've been completely immersed in this for about an hour and a half. Now, it's taken me that long because I'm learning as I play. I made a couple of mistakes, so I'm not really counting this one as a true victory. Um, for half the game, I was rolling the wrong character dice for Lieutenant Miller, because each character's got his own particular die. Um, which is geared to their specialities. I was rolling Lieutenant Cook's dice instead, which is completely different to his one. So, made a few mistakes there. Um, there were a couple of procedures I think I messed up. But generally speaking, as the first go, that was awesome fun. Now it's gonna be completely different next time I play it. I'll use different characters. The decks will be shuffled and it will be different story. Um, there are also, I think, three or four expansions coming for this as well. Um, it's great. I love it. Highly re recommend Escape the Dark Sector, the game of deep space adventure from Themeborn Games.